I'm so sorry to keep you guys waiting on the next episode, but I know a lot of you have written me and told me the stuff that you want me to talk about. And some of you have given me pretty basic topics and you know, I'm not basic y'all. Like I do like low vibrational things sometimes just so I can adapt to society. But overall, whenever I do these podcasts, I kind of want y'all to think. So how deep are we going to go into this episode? For my awakened souls and those who are newly woke, if you haven't seen it by now, for the past few decades, Hollywood has been making movies and TV shows that contain messages and what we like to call predictions that we don't notice until it actually happens. But what do we call that? Do you actually think the writers of shows like The Simpsons conveniently happen to know major events before they happen? Is it a coincidence? No. They know. But what is the purpose, though? Like, why put all of us through what is called predictive programming? For those of you who don't know, predictive predictive programming is a theory that the government or other higher-ups are using fictional movies or books as a mass mind-control tool to make the population more accepting of planned future events. This theory was first described and proposed by researcher Alan Watt, who defines predictive programming as a subtle form of psychological conditioning provided by the media to acquaint the public with planned societal changes to be implemented by our leaders. If and when these changes are put through, the public will already be familiarized with them and will accept them as natural progressions, thus lessening possible public resistance and commotion. So, what exactly are we talking about? Where have we seen these things prior to them actually happening in real life? So, y'all, I know you've seen this on social media, like, whenever stuff happens and then people are like, oh my gosh, like, I've seen this before in this movie and that movie or this TV show, whatever. But we're going to go back to The Simpsons. This show is probably one that you've seen where people have said, oh, The Simpsons predicted this or the whatever. But it's not actually a prediction, but more like, this is what we're going to do, and we're just going to ease your mind into it. We're going to make it funny. We're going to do some type of jokes or whatever, and then people take it like it's not serious. But when something similar starts to happen, then like they said before, like you kind of like, hmm, this was like a joke before, but maybe this is real. Now, if we're going to get really deep, though, we can talk about how these writers and head executives are all part of this, like, Masonic Jesuit society who are all pushing an agenda, but I won't get into that because I actually did air an episode where they had, uh, on The Simpsons, where they had, like, a round table of... um, you know, heads of like different networks and they're like, we need something, you know, to scare the public and blah, blah, blah. And each like network gave their input of how they were going to do it. But it's literally exactly how our media does it. Like scare tactics or we'll say this and then we'll let this network say this this way and then we'll let this network say it this way. But really it's telling you that they all work together to push an agenda and to push divisiveness. So, on the show, there are a couple of things that they, quote, predicted through their seasons, like FaceTime, 
and an episode in 1995 that didn't come out, like FaceTime didn't come out until 2010. Um, in 97, they aired an Ebola episode that here didn't make its way until like 2014. And um, if those of you who like sports, the Patriots and Falcons uh, had a Super Bowl game and their episode aired in 2005, but the game I looked it up because I don't watch football. Um, it says 2017, but on the show they had the score, like the exact score from the Super Bowl was in the episode, which I mean, that's really weird. Like how did they even know that? And then there was a, a magazine in a 1997 episode uh, that showed 9-11, but they made it look like it was like the price of something. And they had like the twin, like the towers or whatever. And you can clearly see that it was like a hint at 9-11. Um, although there was a bombing in the early 90s there, um, I do believe that they were talking about the 20, I mean, the 2001 incident. And of course, the infamous Trump presidency episode in 2000 that, of course, did not happen until the end of 2015. Is that all a coincidence? I don't think so. So how did they know? Like, have y'all seen the show Handmaid's Tale? I don't watch shows that are like trendy or anything because I just, I don't know why. I just always feel like I just need to set myself a part of the crowd. Like, oh, I didn't watch that because everyone else did. Um, but anytime somebody's, everyone's talking about something, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to watch that because everyone else is. So I did look it up though. The show is based on a best-selling novel by Margaret Atwood. And in this book, or it's like a series, um, it's set in Gilead and it's a totalitarian society in what used to be part of the United States. Now Gilead is ruled by a fundamentalist regime that treats women as property of the state and, this is where um, they don't have a high birth rate. It's actually going down. So in an attempt to repopulate this devastating world, these remaining fertile women are forced into sexual servitude. And I've seen it like everywhere. Whenever people are on social media, they're like, oh my gosh, this, all this stuff is like handmade still. It's like handmade still. And my sister has seen it. My mom watches it. I've never seen an episode, but I, I obviously know what it is. Um, but I have seen a lot of that, especially when it comes to like the abortion thing and just stuff in the news. Like a lot of people reference Handmaid's Tale and, you know, maybe there's a reason why. Now, if we look at the world around us, we do see that more and more women are becoming infertile. And this could be from a myriad of reasons like diet and environmental factors, medicines, and now the vaccine. There have been so many people who have lost their children um, after getting it or can't conceive anymore. And, um, you know, I'm not sure why people aren't making two and two connections there. But, uh, you know, look it up. Look around you and see what's going on. It, it's kind of also the same plot for the movie Children of Men, if you haven't seen it. Um, in this movie, it takes place in London in the year 2027 in a world where no child has been born since 2000. And nine. So it says, due to unknown factors, the entire human population of the planet has become infertile. Scientists are at a loss to explain why and cannot solve the problem. Now, do they really not know why? Like in the movie, yeah, but like in real life, no, they like, they know. They know. Like science, scientists, they all have to be baffled and stuff because how do you keep it going? 
How do you keep it going if you cure and solve everything? You can't. So you got to just act clueless. Now, this could also tie me into the people who, who are at the top, like Bill Gates, who believe that the world is too populated. And if there are people who think like that, don't you think they'd find ways from, for us to not reproduce? Probably. Um, another trending Netflix show that I haven't watched, but I have seen it all on my Twitter timeline because I keep telling y'all, get on Twitter, get on Twitter. Like you can see a lot of stuff on Twitter is the show called Utopia with, uh, John Cusack. And this show is about a, it's a conspiracy filled world where the protagonists are in a deadly race to prevent the spread of a flu like virus. Oh my gosh. Like how original are these people? So the same thing with contagion and I am legend and, all these other viral virus wiping out humanity movies, like, do y'all see a pattern there? So any movie where a virus comes and everyone has to get a vaccine, everybody has to, you know, hide or quarantine or whatever, like, they're all the same. Like, these movies have been back to back to back to back. And then finally, they're like, okay, now let's make it a real life thing. And it freaks people out even more because they have to dramatize the movies and make it seem like everyone's going to die and because they've seen it somewhere, they think it's going to be like that extreme. So that's why you've seen people go like full on psycho. <laughs> and of course, most recently, if you haven't seen that new show called Squid Game or whatever, um, as soon as I saw, again, the hype around it, I was like, no, I'm not watching that. But I did watch the trailer and then I was like, well, let me see what it is about because I'm going to watch it for like the symbolism. Of course, I'm not going to get into it because I already know like... It's going to be something, you know, evil or whatever. Um, but I did watch like five minutes of it and I was like, yeah, no. And I turned it off because first of all, the voices of the actors like did not match at all. And I know it was like dubbed over, but you can at least make the people sound like they're at least from the same like race or ethnicity. It just looked really weird. I couldn't even follow along. But I did see recently that they are planning a real life squid game minus the violence they say, in Abu Dhabi. Now, with that, of course, you have seen the movie or the show, and you already know how it works. You've been conditioned to accept it as reality. And I didn't look further into it because I don't care to participate in those type of things. But the fact that it's now being played out in real life is like mind boggling. Like they just made this show like a thing. And now they're like, oh, now we're going to do this in real life. Like it's happening that fast. And it's a little different with you guys like just listening to me talk and rather than me like being on YouTube or something and I can show you like images and videos. But we're going to take it back to like the 1940s where people used to, not even the 40s, like I think even before that, when people used to gather around the radio and just listen. So I need you to put your imagination thinking caps on and I need you to picture everything that I'm about to say. So are you ready? We're going to start with more symbolism in, so I kind of told you about like just kind of the plots and stuff of movies and how they get you to think a certain way. And then I told you that these people, I feel, and I can clearly see it, the people who are behind these movies and behind these, um, you know, productions are people of the higher order who are there to push agendas. And so they're all a part of this, like, I, I feel it, I know it, like, I don't have to see it, but you can tell that they're all part of some demonic, evil, like, higher power. 
Um, and so you're going to see a lot of symbolism in movies, if you can pick up on it, if you can get past the entertainment part. So we're going to start with the black and white checkered floor. Now, some of you may have seen this before and others may have not, but the black and white checkered floor has existed in temples since the times of like ancient Egypt. And they're more of just decoration, but these have more of an esoteric meaning. It's one of the Freemasonry, Freemasonry's, oh my gosh, most recognizable symbols. And it's the ritualistic floor of all Masonic lodges. Now, of course, like on Netflix and stuff, they, it's like they show you things, but they don't want to tell you everything because there are a few documentaries on Freemasonry, but they kind of downplay it a lot. And of course, they're not going to show you everything. They're going to show you like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like we're just like the rest of you guys or whatever. But you will see that black and white checker like everywhere and especially in music. And it's not something that I'm trying to get too deep into, but if you see, especially in the music and performances, you'll see an artist perform with some type of black and white checkers, um, either on their clothes or the floor. Like, of course, they've seen Cardi B's album. She has a black and white on. Um, I think Megan Thee Stallion did a performance on Saturday Night Live. And the same thing, the floor was black and white. Like, you can see it everywhere. And of course, when you start watching videos or whatever just pay attention to those things and I kind of get like sad because I, I love music so much and then whenever I see that I'm like oh they got him and then I see just it over and over and over again I'm like is anyone like not going to be a part of that and it's no longer a secret society it's just a society full of secrets and like I said earlier like all the symbolism like the one eye like you'll see this a lot in advertisements and magazine covers, kind of like um like on the back of the dollar bill, you'll see the all-seeing eye, the eye of providence on top of the pyramid. And whenever I hear people saying that these people like the Illuminati or whatever aren't real, I'm like, okay, first of all, they are. It's a real thing. Like you can look up the history of it. But like, why do they all do the same thing? Why do they all cover up one eye? Why do they all have the same symbolism? Like it's not normal. Like no regular human being poses the way that they do, like, oh, I'm just going to walk around and take pictures covering one eye. Like, nobody does that. So whenever you do see that, I encourage you to look more into it, um, where they have this eye. And for the past 500 years, like, they've been using this, like, everywhere. And I want to bore you with the history of it. But as always, I encourage you to look more into it and where else they have had this eye, this thing, this history for the past, like, 500 years, just, like, here in America. And anytime they try to downplay something that has been and become more widely known, like it's time to pay attention. Y'all, open your eyes. You need to see what the heck is going on. Those who they are making seem crazy are the ones that they want to silence. And it's been extremely apparent that they are letting you know before they do something. So like I said before, it won't come as a surprise when you do see it. And it's like everything that is true, they make seem false and everything that is right is wrong and, and everything's backwards. Anything that becomes popular, whether it be a movie or a TV show, pay close attention to. They don't give notoriety to things for no reason. This whole predictive programming thing, 
And again, I could go on for like hours and I can sit here and point out movie after movie after movie and show after show and just like sit here, but I don't have that much time and I don't have that much storage because, you know, this podcast thing, I only pay for so much time. So just letting y'all know that. (laughs) But this predictive programming thing at its core is a tactic to reduce resistance by introducing concepts that seem so far-fetched and continuously reintroducing them to make these concepts appear more likely or at least acceptable. And as always, there's a reason why movies and televisions are used as a common vessel. It's easy. It's easy to turn on the TV and watch it. When watching something, a person typically perceives it as entertainment, and therefore their guard will be lowered and the subliminal messages will go directly into your subconscious. They know what they're doing, y'all. Like, I need y'all to look up patents on your mind, your soul, all this stuff that they have. Like, they have this technology to, you know, you think like, oh, I was thinking about that and then it just popped up. Like, something weird's going on and I need y'all to understand that they know what you are thinking. And it's used as a sort of self-fulfilling prophecy because once an expectation is created, then when these events do start to happen, the population may seem more likely to accept the fate. So, my people, I encourage you to pay attention to everything that you watch, everything that you consume, because you are, again, subconsciously putting this in your mind and downplaying everything that you see, that you hear. You have to know that they're doing this on purpose so that when they do do something major and you say, I've seen it in a movie before, there's a reason why. They're prepping you for something, but you need to be stronger than that (laughs) and pay attention to what the heck is going on and stop consuming everything that you see.